and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. You know, no matter what, we go on. We do. We're not, <laughs> yeah, we're still not shutting down. We're second episode into coronavirus world. It's been a week. It yeah. feels like it's been an eternity, it's dude. It's been insane. It's just gotten so insane. Uh, that I, I have so, we were talking before I pressed the button. There's so much to talk about mm-hmm. politically, socially, personally. Yeah. I just, I don't even know where to start, but. <laughs> Dude, it's an, I, I can't, I, the things I have seen since the last time you and I sat down and talked. Yeah. Have just, I can't even, I can't, oh God. The, we just could have an entire episode on counterculture. Well, do you want to start there? <laughs> sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for counterculture. Hey, kids, are you ready for counterculture? Well, here's your host, Jake. So before I get into all of the craziness that has been people buying guns to shoot the coronavirus as it's coming towards them. Right. And... I got to start with something that happened a couple weeks ago that I meant to tell. This is a lighter. This is a lot lighter story, and this is oh, probably going to be the happiest yeah. I'm going to be in a while. <laughs> is uh, um, so we, you know we've talked about loss, like loss prevention in the homeless yep. people problem, yep. quite a bit on this show in Delta Park where I work. Well, there was this guy, this homeless, this homeless gentleman on a bike, and he was he was behind our store, and our mm-hmm. loss prevention agent goes out and like gets him to move on because it's like it's like an unpatrolled area and we mm-hmm. just don't want him like starting to camp back there or whatever so he goes and gets him to move on and the guy like guy like freaks out and like tries to like take off on his bike really quick and like dumps this entire like melted thing of ice cream that he had he just like it just drops on the ground and he dropped a honeydew in a melon a melon There's okay. a honeydew, a honeydew melon he just drops it and takes off on like takes off on his bike so my loss prevention goes agent goes up to the honeydew and I shit you not, dude, it's a perfectly carved hole <gasps> in the honeydew. <laughs> so the guy lost his girlfriend and he lost his ice cream. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Oh no! <laughs> when he br- Did you just say he lost his girlfriend and lost his ice cream? Yep. <laughs> Yep, that was in that was uh that was that was uh that was that was that was a couple of weeks ago. This was before coronavirus just absolutely hit. And so I Wow. I wanted to share that a couple of weeks ago, but <laughs> So, yeah, there's there's that. Whoa. Well, you did say knives were popular. Mhm. So maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, pun intended. Yeah. It just yeah, that was uh, that was that was a little just a little tidbit. Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Just like wait, what? <laughs> wow. And then I'm then this is not at work, but I was out walking the dogs way out on like way out on the public end of like Vancouver Lake. Just I was a couple miles away from the road, like I was way gotcha. way out, way way out there with the dogs. And I'm coming, I'm walking back, and I'm on this like half gravel half dirt trail this old trail and then i see this this 
big Russian dude who looks like he was straight out of central casting for Mobster Number Three and I like an old Bob <laughs> in an old Bond film. Okay. And he's walking and he's got he's got like the rolled up black beanie, beanie. Mm-hmm. the the ill fitting leather jacket, mm-hmm. and just just a scary looking dude and he's coming walking right at me uh-huh. and he sees me with the dogs and he puts his hand he starts to slide his hand into his jacket what and we're at like we're probably like 25 30 yards from each other at this point and i'm like oh my god like what is this guy one this guy doing out here it's like a swamp yeah and <laughs> why is he reaching into his jacket and then we just like we passed like ships in the night and he didn't say anything to me and I was just that was just odd. I don't know what was going on, I but love I that analogy. That but you I got said. the hell out of there <laughs> as fast as I could. You kept walking towards him. No, well, I had to. It's it's just a uh, it's just like a um, it's just like a two per like a one person trail. There was Hi, no, Jen. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Can you bring me my phone charger, please? Thank you. <laughs> wow, dude. There's no way I would have stopped dead in my tracks and been like, wait, what? <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. It's like if I walk this way, I'm in, I'm walking into water. If I walk on that side of the trail, I'm walking into like woods and weeds. Like yeah, I know. Areas. I probably just would have been like, yep. Okay. And then turn around and walk the <laughs> other way. <laughs> you so, just had to complete your loop. What are you doing? Well, I had to, there was only, that was the only way to get back to my, my vehicle. Oh, I had to keep going. Did you say hi? Nope. Do you say hi to people when you walk by them? Sometimes. What what determines if you do or don't? If they look friendly. <laughs> what if they What if they are having a bad day and they just need a good hello from Jake Jokum? I don't think this guy needed a good hello from Jake Jokum. I did nod. I gave him the old the old gentleman nod. Okay. Like the the eye contact Sire. nod. Yeah. Okay. All right. <sighs> so that's terrifying. Yeah. So I then I text and then you tell me some other stuff. Seemed like. Um. It's just, I texted you. I'm trying to find, like, I was trying to find exactly what I sent you, but it doesn't matter. I was just basically like, our shelves are going nuts. Your just, shelves. The shelves that I work at a gun counter. What you said to me okay. was, because I've been telling people this, mm-hmm. is on day one, all the crazies came in to clear yep. the shelves. Mm-hmm. On day two, all the idiots came in and just said, uh, give me that one. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Thank you for yep. <laughs> thank you I got gotcha. remembering that. Because it was all of the hoarders came in day one. All of the people who already have thousands of rounds of ammunition and, and 30, 40, 50 guns came in and bought the stuff that they Ooh. they know that they needed. With Saturday and then every day subsequently mm-hmm. have been people who, I kid you not, Jeff, they come in. Oh, this is scary. Panic on their face. You can see it in their eyes. They're just like, I need something for protection. They say that? Yeah. I need something for protection. Or they'll they'll be like, I, I just I need I need I need something to protect my home. I, I I'm like and I'm like at the beginning we had stuff, but it was annoying because people were just like pointing and saying, That's the one that that that'll work. I'm like, You don't want to look at it? No, we're good. It looks That'll, that'll be fine. Whoa. People who have never owned guns in their life. I had somebody tell me. She's, she said, I would have voted to ban these a couple months ago. <gasps> no. Yep. No. I was filling out the background check. And she's in there buying one. Like an AR. Like something like, not even like just like normal She did gun. not buy an AR. She did. You're lying. I swear to God. 
Holy shit, dude, dude. Dude, they believe, they truly believe that when quarantine happens, rule of law starts, stops, just immediately stops. There's no more cops. There's no National Guard patrolling the streets. There's no government workers out sanitizing. It's going to be full on freaking anarchy, like contagion style, like anarchy where everybody's just going to be looting and it's going to be some zombie apocalypse. Or I something. can't believe somebody actually said that. I know I couldn't because I had like casually been talking about it. Like, I wonder if this will change people's attitudes towards guns because you weren't the only person who told me that people are buying guns off the shelves. Mm-hmm. But now people are literally saying it. Wow. When all of this subsides, people are going to come and they come down from this like fog. They're going to want to return these guns. That's what I was thinking. Like, What's that just, return rate look like? We're not returning them. Oh, okay. we've already made that decision. Really? Like, no, we're not. We can't return. We just can't return firearms. That's a liability. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a deadly weapon, and we don't know. Like, you can you can tell if it's been shot, but. And some, sometimes if someone takes a really good job cleaning it, you can't. Like, right. you can't take a, back a new gun and then try to resell it as used. Like, that's just, there's just too right. much liability there. We can't, sometimes we will under really, like, specific circumstances mm-hmm. if the gun's been bought. Like, normally with 24 hours, we could do it. Okay. Um, But at this point, most of those guns are 24 hours. Dude, I kid you not, like, the queue to have a background check looked at was over 1,200. And it just stayed Whoa. at 1,200 all day yesterday. It never shrunk. It just increased. That means, like, I don't know. There, I didn't know there was that many guns in Oregon to sell. We're out. <laughs> like, we're out of anything that is a 9mm, anything that's a 45, 40, anything semi-automatic or a pump home defense shotgun or an AR-15, gone. And most of these people live in suburban areas. Yeah. Do they not? I keep trying to tell them. An AR-15 is dangerous for home protection. Why? It's a high-velocity round. Right. It's going to penetrate through walls. That's a round made for war. Mm-hmm. Well, in hunting. But it's, <laughs> it's a round made to penetrate quickly right. through objects. Right. If you're in a home, you're in a suburban area, you're in an apartment, you just start shooting that thing, there's going to be collateral damage. Yeah. On the flip side... Everyone who hates and shits on people who just want to live off the government are now becoming unemployed and desperately trying to find unemployment mm-hmm. wages. Yeah. Well, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, right? <laughs> go for- I just read go, an article. Go forge off the land, Daniel millions, Boone. Millions are losing their jobs I know. at the at a, fastest, a faster rate than ever seen before. Really? And homeboy is just standing there, tan as hell, just going, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. I know. Maybe we had people coming in Trump hats the other day. They, just, they don't get it, man. They think this is a Chinese hoax. They think it's a... Yeah, speaking of that... Don't even. I am i can't even believe he won't stop doing that. a Chinese that. virus? Are you kidding me? And they called him out on it, and he won't waver. So I've been calling it COVID-45. Nice. I mean, it happened during the 45th presidency, so yeah, why not? Might as well. If he's going to, yeah. If his reasoning is because it started in China, then my reasoning is it happened during your presidency. Ethnicity doesn't affect race. And multiple government agencies have have come out and said that they're worried about um, it. They're worried about that leading to attacks on 
Asians. Yes. Yeah. Because people are going to believe it. And they think that they had, they're the, they're the carriers because genetically Asians apparently are, are, are can be ho- like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> don't this know is either. so freaking stupid, but it is. It's like, a scapegoat is what it is. Well, yeah, of course it is. We've seen it over and over. I had this guy Uh-oh. come in yesterday, full on mask, gloves, everything comes up to the gun counter. He's like, I've never owned a gun, but I, he's like, I need one. <laughs> and oh my God, dude. And, and I'm like, I was like, what are you looking for? He's like, I just need something. Once again, I just, I just need, I need something to protect my home. I'm like, from from what? When when they when they come to to, to take my toilet paper, food, toilet paper, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not coming to take your Did anything. You say that? Yeah. Yeah. I said, man, I've worked through multiple of these gun these gun counters, like mm-hmm. these buying. This is the first time a virus has led to it, but all of it comes back, man. This is all gonna come back. He just got, and 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 then he's just, he's like I, I just can't take that chance, man. My he's like my um, so he he starts a, he starts a background check on one, and he's sitting there stewing. He gets on the phone with his wife, and he's like he's like yeah, I found one, I found a nine millimeter, but they don't have any ammo for it. And he's like he's like I just I he's like I can't find a shotgun. I was just gonna he's like I'm just gonna buy a rifle. And then he's like he's like, and then he stops and he goes, hey, do you have two of these? The same gun, the handgun he was buying. And I said, yeah. He's like, all right, I'll take two. <laughs> What? What? Yeah. Wow, dude. And we didn't even... They're paperweights. We don't have 9mm. <laughs> we don't even have any ammo for it. Right. And, and then he goes... And this Dude, this is the craziest shit. And he, this is what he tells me after I'm having a conversation <laughs> with him. Because at, at this point, I'm like, this guy is beyond reason. Like, he, this guy is not rationally thinking you cannot have a conversation with this guy, right? That's scary. You, you just can't have a, so you just, this guy is going to literally misread us. Like there's so many people that are buying guns that are just going to misread a situation and fucking shoot somebody. For sure. This is nuts. Yeah. This is absolutely nuts. I wonder if people are carrying illegally. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There were guys walking around uh, our parking lot yesterday, open carrying. It's not legal in the city of Portland, but they're doing it. Jeez. What'd he say? Oh, so what he told me is that, sorry, he goes, he goes, he's like, I just have to be super careful, man. Sorry about the masks because we have to take thumbprints on gun Mm -hmm, gun paperwork mm -hmm. in Oregon. Um, And so I'm like, hey, man, I'm going to need your thumbprints. Like, and he had like latex gloves on. He's like, oh, he's like, I I don't want to take these off. I'm like, then I can't sell you a gun. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So he he like takes them off and he gives me his thumbprints. He does the rolly thing. And I'm like, the rolly thing. And he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, I just have to be really careful, man. My wife just had liver transplant surgery and I just, she cannot get sick. I'm like, then what the fuck are you doing out? Did you say that? I just stared at him. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, that's really scary. What are you doing out? Why are you risking it? You know, those masks, right? They, they only last about four hours and the, like the, perspiration like the moisture from your breath is like erodes any sort of mem- like protective membrane in mm-hmm. it and gl- covid 19 can live on plastic it's going to live on those gloves you take that home you're just going to give it you're still going to give it to your wife if, you're, if it's if it's that contagious like it's that contagious and you're that worried about it go self-quarantine yourself dumbass yeah why are you why are you risking it to come buy a handgun without ammo without ammo uh i'm not gonna lie a friend reached out to me and was like, dude, should we, should we be worried? Like, should I buy more ammo? I was like, well, there isn't any. And he was like, well, people are texting me because he's got people who sell guns and stuff. And he's like, and I'm worried about everybody else buying guns. 
And I was like, dude, I literally have six bullets for my nine millimeter. And he was like, I'm bringing you. He's like, I'll bring you 50 rounds. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. I was like, how much? He goes, you don't have to pay me. I was like, okay, that's tight. I'm a, I'm not going to lie, though. So where it is in my house, mm-hmm. I was sitting like three feet from it. And I was sitting in, the, in, in my room and Jen was in the living room. And I hear, boom, like way too loud to be and way too close out here mm-hmm. in the boonies. And it scared me. I was like, what was that? And Jen's like, I don't know. And the first thing I did was look over at where my gun is. I was like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. It's a little scarier when you're out here because why is there a noise like that that close? Yeah. I'm a little freaked out, dude. There's two psycho. I was. I've been talking to people about this. There's been. There's two okay. psycho. There's two psych, social psychology psychological mechanisms going okay. on right now. Let's hear it. That are really fun to like. Uh-oh. Other than like people like freaking out, people losing their like this. This is awful. People are losing their jobs. Yes. People are dying. Yes. But it's still fascinating the, to look the at. The social implications, like overall, I'll get. I'll, there's mm-hmm. something I want to talk to you about. We'll get to. Yeah. But go ahead. Tragedy of the Commons. Okay. Right. Think about this. You don't. Th- we were. We would all be better off mm-hmm. consuming our normal consumption. Yes. Working together mm-hmm. collectively to get through this together, instead of going out and mass buying, and completely destroying, completely eroding and erasing in all of the resources that all of us are going to need if this is going to be a prolonged situation. Right. But because there is there's no private or there is no public constraint on consumption, mm-hmm. there's no limit on what you can buy. If you've got the money to do it, you can buy whatever you want and for how much you want, provided that it's on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Most people are rational thinkers and aren't going to rush out and buy it, but they see one person doing it and then they're like, if I don't do it, yep. that person's going to buy it anyway, yep. and it's not going to be there anyway, so I might as well buy as much as I can. Yep. And that everybody picks up on that. Yep. That's tragedy of the commons, because it's tragic, because we would all be better off. All of us would be better off. Hoarders, everybody. Think about this. Purell. You go and buy all the Purell off of the, off of the shelf. You go and you hoard it. You buy, like, what, a whole case of 100 bottles of mm-hmm. it, and nobody else has it. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it's better to have everybody else desanitized? Instead of just you. Just you. Because you have all of it. It's herd immunity, man. Yes. Nobody knows that term. I've been saying that over and over, and they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, oh, God. You come over, and you don't have it. I have it all. Mm-hmm. You have COVID. My 19 bottles of sanitizer aren't going to do shit. No. Because you weren't protected. Exactly. Yeah. So, second one. Yeah, let's hear it. Security dilemma. This has everything to do with guns. If security dilemma is that in my attempt to make myself feel safer, mm-hmm. I make myself less safe. Okay. All right. Follow me on this okay, one. Okay. Let's go. If you're sitting there and you've lived in your home forever and you've got new neighbors, you and your family are there, you don't own any firearms, you feel safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing around you that makes you feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been any burglaries. Everything's been hunky-dory. New neighbors move in across a cul-de-sac. You see them. They're they, Mexicans. They pull in. No, it's just like racist. <laughs> racist. God damn it. <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um, so the they park. Right. 
Oh, and they're and they're and they're they're moving they're moving in, uh-huh. and then you see one of them just pull out a big shotgun, right? And he's just carrying a shotgun around. Uh huh. And you start thinking, why does that guy feel like he needs a shotgun? Is there something that he knows that I don't know? Uh huh. Maybe I should get a shotgun. And so then you just like you start questioning how safe you are because they because they're doing things like he may not think he's like I just got a shotgun you know just in case. Mm-hmm. But because we don't know intentions, right. and you don't know these people, right? They've got something that I don't have. If he wanted to come take what I have, he can do that because there's not equal. It's not. It's not equal. Right. Um, uh, e- equal capacity. Mm-hmm. Right. It's you're not. You're not on equal footing there. Mm-hmm. So you rush out and you go buy a gun. Right. And then, so are you guys now both more safe or less safe? I don't know. It just happened. This is more, hmm. I guess, more applicable at the nation state stage where like an, a, a state starts increasing its defense spending because it wants like it wants to just feel safer. Right. Right. But then its neighboring country sees that you're ramping up your like your missiles right. and you're ramping up, you know, your military, like how many people you have in uniform and mm-hmm. you start building more munitions mm-hmm. and they're sitting there wondering, like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Are they are. They, is that is that just only for security or is that do they have do they have bad intentions? Right. So then you start. And ramping up your security, and all of a sudden, you got you start just trying to match each other's capabilities, and the next thing you know, you've got all of these missiles pointed at each other, right. all because you just didn't commu- like you just didn't yeah. communicate. There's no communication going on here. There's people just running, rushing out and buying, and other people thinking, well, if they've got guns and I don't have a gun, I need a gun, and now all of a sudden, all these people are less safe, right? Because they were trying to make themselves safe in the to begin with. Or you go over to your neighbor and you're like, hey, my name's Jake. And they're like, hey, blah, blah, blah. You get to know them. You find out the shotgun is for hunting. Yeah, but nobody talks. Yeah, that's true. You you tweet it's at not a your perfect, neighbor. The tragedy of the commons is far I know. more I'm just saying, like, than the security dilemma. But Well, I'm talking about like that is the, the difference. Is that little conversation makes the difference. Mm-hmm. If you don't know and you assume, yeah. out of fear, you're going to behave and react in fear. Mm-hmm. Without knowing and having an understanding. Humans in nature. It's Thomas yeah. Hobbes. Yeah. So socially, Jen and I have been talking about this. Like, I mean, you can't help but think about how this affects you personally. But mm-hmm. even going through the whole adoption process. Yeah. We're on a wait list right now. Do people drop off the wait list? Are people losing money and now not being able to afford an adoption process, which is terrible? Yeah. But does that bump us up? Or is the adoption agency completely on hold? So that one example of our personal situation, mm-hmm. now apply that to everything that everyone is handling and dealing with. I mean, thank God she had her surgery like a month and a half ago. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. I When that guy said about his liver transplant, I immediately thought of, I immediately thought of you and Jen. It's freaking scary, dude. It is scary. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows what to do. They're trying. and But the experts, man, they've been saying this. I don't know. Well, because we've had absolute abject failure of leadership at the, at the federal level. I mean, and, and to talk about the unemployment, mm-hmm. like defunding everything, all that stuff, so that you can point at those institutions and say, they're failures. Look at them. Well, yeah, you defunded all of them so they can barely stand as they are. Mm-hmm. And then an emergency happens like this. Yeah. And now those those programs and institutions can't survive because they're woefully unprepared, un, 
un- underfunded mm-hmm. and under capacity with employees to operate. Yeah. You're 100% right. We've been saying this for two damn years. I know. <laughs> All of this. Yeah. It's annoying, dude. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Because you can't, at this point, you can't say we told you so because there's people out there dying and losing their jobs. Yeah. Like, I told you so. It just isn't something you can no, say. No, God, not, not no. something we would want to say. But it's just like, hey, maybe in the future, fucking think yeah. about this. Learn from this. We're all going to, most of us, the vast majority of us are going to survive this mm-hmm. and come out okay. Mm-hmm. I think that... I think there's a lot we can learn. Right. And the fact that I just, I loved this about the, about what about this whole America's response to this has been great. Right. I saw an article title. I didn't read it cause I was at work, but it popped up and it was like the United States struggling to do the one thing that their name implies they should be doing. Being United. Yeah. 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 It's 50 States going about it their own ways because there's no leadership from the federal government because he's unwilling He's unwilling and unable to coordinate anything because he's anything. so worried about politics and optics. And then he's tweeting, don't make this about politics. Today, I told you right before we started recording, I was watching his press conference and one of the reporters was like, hey, so we have millions of people losing their jobs. We have millions of people looking for unemployment. And he's like talking about just the unemployment crisis mm-hmm. and the, and the, the dec- rapid, unprecedented decline in unemployment. And Trump cuts him off and was like, hey, okay, yeah, we know. We know all the details. We got it. Everyone here in the room knows about it. Yeah. What's your question? He does not want people talking about the negative parts of all of this. Yeah. He, he's still saying. He's still saying. It'll be over soon. It'll be fine soon. As soon as we get a cure, as soon as we get medicine, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. More people are getting healthier than they're getting, than they're getting sick. Like again, and you've said it over and over and over and over and over. This is your guy. This is the leadership. Yeah. A driver, a driver, a driver came to me the other day and him and I were talking about all this. And I was like, you know, I get annoyed that people are like blame Trump. But your boy didn't help this situation. And he's like, I don't really like Trump. I just think Trump helped the economy. And I was like, okay, that's great that you think that. But did you know that in the first two years of his administration, he um, <laughs> he pulled funding from the CDC and local uh, health departments. And he disbanded the pandemic division of the National Security Council in the White House. What did the guy say to that? He goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, dude. This is not the reason we're handling it the way we are mm-hmm. is because we were not prepared. And this dude underfunded and destroyed anything that we had in place to prepare us for this. Mm-hmm. And I his face said everything. He didn't he's like I did not know he did that. And I'm like think about that and then he left and he went home. <laughs> People don't know that. No. No, because I mean their only source of media it's not right, telling them. That. Right. That's why I'm saying keep asking those questions. When you ask, ask the president a question, mm-hmm. state everything that's going wrong first and then get to your question. Because one, it forces him to address those mm-hmm. things. And two, he hates it. 
Yeah. But also tell other people about him underfunding everything that was in place to protect us in case of this mm-hmm. happens. You and I said before, what does it look like on the downside of a, a boom and bust economy? Yeah. Now we're it we're declining rapidly. Yeah. How is your boy going to handle it? Yeah. Not well so far. No, all of his manipulation and his undercutting of the Fed. The Fed who is supposed to keep those troughs and peaks mm-hmm. even keel. Dude, he's been undercutting them, undermining them since he got into office mm-hmm. wanting interest rates slashed and they're like no we can't we have to if we're going to drop interest rates it has there has to be a reason and we have to do it gradually mm-hmm. and he just kept he just kept going at him going at him going at him and blaming him for everything any sort of little drop in the economy it's the fed's fault right I'm like you're not going to ever have a like an unending rise in the, in a market economy <laughs> and the more you try the more you the more you tinker the more you you make this about polit you make the economics about politics mm-hmm. you're going to lose and this is what happened we all fucking lost yeah we're losing this we're losing and have he's you, saying we're s- winning have you seen France and Germany's response to this far better than ours mm-hmm. it's in embarrassing south korea it's embarrassing not only how our public is handling it because we don't have a strong leader telling us thing mm-hmm. like i think americans are prone to this anyway just mm-hmm. culturally but the response is way worse because there's no there's no like nobody feels like anybody's got anything right yes you feel like in each individual state you've got a guy you have somebody trying to figure out something in his borders but we all know that this transcends borders because of how humans move especially in the modern day right one governor can't fix this. This is a problem without borders. This is a global challenge. Mm-hmm. And not only have, have has our federal is our federal government failed in its coordinating responsibilities to coordinate between the states, we've abdicated our role on the international stage to play a major role in this and learn from other scientists. Right. I mean, Bernie talked about this too. There's a lot we can learn from China from Chinese scientists. He's 100% right. Yeah. He I got applaud, shit on for that. I applauded him for that. He got shit on for that. I mean, yeah, some of this other <laughs> stuff on China wasn't great. Right. But the World Health, I mean, the World Health Organization, we can, I don't know, we, there's this, I'm so fucking frustrated. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, like France has taken in a really um, like centralized role. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Macron has been out making sure, like telling everything from the, from the, the federal level to like the provincial level to the local level, this is the marching orders. Every this is what we've determined is going to be best for France. Everybody's on the same page, making sure that everything is everything is from top down linear. Right. Merkel has taken a different approach, basically saying we understand that this is a fluid situation. We're still learning a lot of things. We're here. The 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 the, the, the like the federal government of, of Germany is here, mm-hmm. but we're going to let the the provincial like they call it lander in, in Germany. We're mm-hmm. going to let each one of their we're going to let each one of, of those leaders and local leaders figure out what is best for their own communities. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to, we'll support them as needed. Mm. Interesting. And both are having success. Right. I think South Korea found out the same day that the United States did of their first cases. And I think, I think I saw a graph of uh, South Korea's, it's been able to keep it pretty even because of the way that yeah. they've approached it where the United States has just peaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Taiwan, mm-hmm. only 68 con- confirmed cases. You know mm-hmm. why? Because back in the 90s, they centralized their health records. Oh. And they added a travel component to that. So doctors, when all this broke out, doctors, if you had traveled within like, I think it was like four months, mm-hmm. it was in your medical records. So they could go in and identify 
who the most likely who the mm. most likely um, at risk people were. Right. Go to them, test them early, and then take care of it as needed. Instead of just letting people just wander around pretending for weeks that this was nothing. Mm -hmm. This was nothing but a Democrat hoax to try to undermine a president in an election year. Yeah. We did nothing. I was talking to a Trump supporter yesterday and he was like, I'm so annoyed by by everybody. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, everybody's just saying like, uh, there's no way the federal government's keeping me in my home. They're not going to keep me quarantined to my home. And I look at him like, those are your people, dude. And he was like, no, no, no. I, I have my own thoughts and opinions. I can think for myself. I was like, oh, now you can? How long have I been telling you? You got Trump's hand up your ass puppeting everything you're saying. And he was like, no, 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 no. I, I, got, I got my own thoughts. Which, I mean, he does. But now there's this weird reason or weird, weird want to distance yourself from your team. Mm-hmm. People, these college kids going on spring break and partying. Dumbasses. What is wrong with me? Nobody gives a fuck, dude. And I don't want to say this, but I've been thinking it all morning. We deserve this. If nobody's going to think about other people and react in any way that concerns other people, that we deserve this. At all, It's always been about self absorption and self-attention and getting yourself popular and getting likes and getting hits and getting this and getting that all on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, mm -hmm. Snapchat, yeah. look at me, look at me, look at me. Now there's a global pandemic and we're surprised that Americans are like, no, 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 this is about me, dude. I, I've been planning this trip for months. I spent way too much money on this trip for Disneyland in August. Okay, first of all, I'm like, I'm going no matter what, but... <laughs> But I mean, I'm in all seriousness, what do I do? Like, do I cancel? What does that look like? But these kids don't care. They're just like, I'm going. Right now, I'm doing I, it. flights are not allowing to cancel unless it's like 48 yep. hours before. Yep. Like they won't even take your call. Yep. So I heard that. At the moment, there's nothing you can do. I was talking to somebody else who was like, I have a trip in May, and I tried to call and cancel the flights, mm -hmm. and they were like, they wouldn't even take it because I guess the government is giving them, mm -hmm. they're Subsidies. subsidizing yeah. that, that money. Yeah. Trump said today in this press conference, I wrote this down. I want to know your thoughts. Okay. Hit me. Um, he was asked about just the, the industry and businesses suffering. Sure. Yeah. And he said he supports the government having equity in these businesses and industries. <laughs> All right, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Dead serious. He said it. They're like, oh, my God. Welcome to socialism, dumbasses. Yeah. Yeah. That's China. They asked him, do you support the government having equity in these industries and business? And he said, yes, yes, of course I do. I don't think he fucking understands what equity means. I don't think so either. But he said yes. Welcome to socialism. He said yes. That's China. That's China. You have private owned companies but with government equity and you got to be a party member to be to own a business yeah in china I, i'm just that's real yes oh my god dude just what the what the absolute fuck when the chips are down dude <laughs> oh my god man this is 
This is what happens when you elect somebody who is not, who doesn't have any sort of operating ideology. Yeah. He had no, I don't think he understood the question, but he said yes. Yeah. I mean, you would think you would know as a businessman, as the best businessman. Well, that's a good point. What about this response has been anything about anything like business-like? Yeah. He's the best businessman. America and needs to be run like a business. His business is failing like everyone else he's had. Yeah. Four bankruptcies. He's bankrupting, uh, bankrupting us. Oh, that's another point he made. He, we were talking about equity in the industries, mm-hmm. and he's like, but let me be clear. We are first, Our first concern is the small businesses. So the government is going to come and have equity in small businesses? What are you saying? He's not, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I know he doesn't. I think he thinks he's talking about subsidies, like just giving money out like as a bailout. That might be what he's thinking because that's that's my like when he started talking about small yes, businesses. Yes, he's like we're going to take care of small businesses. He's yeah. doing that. I think he's thinking in his mind he's going to do that with subsidies. Yeah. So he's he's a he's conflating equity and subsidies, but taking equity of a company that means you're taking partial control of it. He said equity. The I question know. said equity. I know. I know. <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> oh, that's your boy, man. Yeah. Your business boy who doesn't understand the difference between like doesn't understand equity. Yeah. Or he does, and he wants to come and like, control, control industry, industry with the government. Because it's all about the country, comrade. Yeah. We need to make America great again. He also was asked. Um, I have another one. And we can't have, we can't have these government, uh, we can't have these, uh, these companies not doing what's best for the United States. They need to not trade with France. They need to lower their prices. They need to make sure that they're doing everything for the, for the collective, comrade. When asked about the job that the Brazilian president and his, when asked about the Brazilian president and the job he was doing mm-hmm. in response to the coronavirus, he he says this and you and I you and I have been saying this for the last for years now. Yeah, Trump is a populist, and it's not it couldn't be any clearer in his language. And language is important. His response was, the Brazilian president, people like him. He's very popular. Bolsonaro. Yeah. He's very popular. What does that have to do with how the question? Yeah. It has nothing to do with the question. Yep. That, that's so revealing, Jeff. Like, that's just so revealing about how he, how he sees yes. the role of the executive in, in any government. People like him. He's very popular. Who cares? How is that? How are they governing? How are they responding to a global pandemic? How did Bolsonaro respond to the Amazon fucking burning in his backyard? (laughs) Who cares? People like him. People would argue, like, the counter-argument to what we're saying right here is like, well, he's the elected official in a democracy. Right. And therefore, he should be he should be constrained or he should be sensitive to the will of the masses, right? Okay. But those are the same people who will tell a liberal, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. And they're fucking right. Mm-hmm. We're not a, democ- a true democracy. We talked about that onto the republic. Yeah. Geese. <laughs> <laughs> Fine over. Yeah, that was random. If people didn't hear the geese, they don't know what you're talking about. Geese. Um, yeah, I just, man, I... I wouldn't be as afraid 
If Donald Trump wasn't president. No, me neither. Any, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Anybody. Anybody. Well, not anybody. Not anybody. Anybody who's a career, who's been a career politician. Yeah. Who's spent time on the Hill. Who knows how to get things done. There's, there could not have been a worse response. No. To, and you, and you want to know anybody who wants thinks that this four years is going to be another is going to get any better. This world economy is slowing, man. Yeah. Even before coronavirus, China was slowing, mm-hmm. and China has been and Trump has been trying to prop that shit up forever. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to prop up coal. He's been trying to prop up agriculture. Mm-hmm. He's been trying to do everything he can to keep to keep it afloat as long as possible. But that shit's coming down, man. He's and still he, trying to. And if you don't, if you think that his his response to this coronavirus is bad, wait until the economy really freaking tanks. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what to do. We just had a thirty-three percent drop in our stock market ahead of a global, ahead of a global recession that was happening anyway. Mm-hmm. The tectonic plates were already moving for that, and now we just had this happen. Get ready for some really fucking tough times, and you want that guy? I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat, but that guy, right, manning the helm to get us through those waters. He's a liar. He's a fucking liar. You want a liar controlling our response to a recession, depression, and global pandemic. Because there's talks of experts are like, this might reach depression level lows. We won't know for about another week, but yeah. This next week is going to be huge. It's terrifying. Yeah. If it gets worse. Yeah. It's going to get worse. There's no way it doesn't. If this gets worse in terms of the the restricting of people's movement mm-hmm. and consumption, yeah, it'll get worse. The there's no there's no doubt that the number of cases are going to go up. Like that's right. inevitable. Right. It's just is it going to what is what's the response going to look like? So what did you do? you just said something there about what is the restriction of movement and consumption? A higher quality, higher quarantine. Mm-hmm. Like Italy doesn't allow you to leave your house. Mm-hmm. That. What what are you what are you saying though about it? What is the oh, effects that's gonna, of that? That's going to drop the economy more. Oh, people right. aren't spending money. Right. At least people now are still going to supermarkets. People are still going. You can go into a Starbucks and get a grab and go. You just can't sit down. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jen just brought I, me I mean, I went to Jimmy John's the other day. I walked in and grabbed my sandwich and left. Me too. Like I went ulti- to Jimmy John's too. <laughs> ultimately, my like ultimately, our lives are not that affected currently. Right. We're still spending money. Yes, the, yes, there are people who have lost jobs, but mm-hmm. the government has enough has enough rev, has enough government revenue to be able to float those people for a couple months. Right. If this may, if this is prolonged, or the the responses, or it or the federal government decides to start cramping clamping down more mm-hmm. in terms of freedom of movement, mm-hmm. you will see this crash even harder. Yeah, that's scary, dude. I mean, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do, man. Like I don't want to get into all my personal right. stuff, but I've got like a time clock where yeah. I have to figure shit out by May first. Yeah, and if they if Kate Brown says no more retail, dude, I don't got an, I don't have an income. Yeah, I can't afford rent. Where am no. I going to go? Hell no! You can come and live in the pod loft. <laughs> okay, I, sure. I, I can go my parents. I know you got but places. I have places, but I still, but I, I I don't want to do that. Right? No, God no. It's gonna force people to do that. I mean, I said this in. December 31st, man. Why are you guys celebrating the 20s? How much like the 20s are? Do you really want this to be? Well, apparently, I guess we're just going for it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, yeah. 
thank you for, thank you for listening to my vent man i know this crap i mean bottled people up. are listening to this right now and they're like okay downer <laughs> i mean and i don't want to stoke fear and i don't want to you know what i mean but i don't know man you have i mean even our elections are being affected primaries are being put yeah. on hold mm-hmm. and the worst the worst the worst thing of this all is no basketball <laughs> oh i know Dude, Nurkic was going to come back. It was supposed to come back Sunday, man. We were supposed to have already watched it. And we were going to win the championship this year. Yeah, we were. This was our year. So now I can't say that. Now my boss who has been giving me crap about it wasn't their year. Now he can't say it wasn't. Exactly. He didn't know (laughs) we weren't going to get into the eighth seed and go on a run. Yeah, it still might be our year, I guess. Uh, Tom Brady? Going to Tampa Bay. Weird. That's the only place I wanted him, man. Why? He's 43. Oh, they only that's the only place that wanted him? Pretty much. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. It wasn't like there was a huge market out there for him. It was basically between New England who wasn't going to pay him anything. They're like, We'll give you a one year like some Oh really? Like one year discounted deal. But we've got other like we we're ready to move on. Right. Tam- New England has been ready to move on for years for Who's him. gonna be their quarterback? Uh either they're gonna draft one or uh-huh. they're gonna run with uh Stidham, the kid they drafted in like the second or third round last year. And mm. I think they're just gonna rebuild kinda like Golden State did. Right. And they mm. have the equity to do I mean they have the equity amongst their fan bases to do that. For sure. Because well they've won six championships yeah. since two thousand. I think the fan Gross. base can be can be a little uh, yeah. I mean the fan base is, is they're wild. They're Boston people, but right. they're I think that they're not gonna just stop going to games because New England has one bad year. Right. Um what about uh, Gardner Minshew? Dude, he's gonna get starting yeah. in Jacksonville. I'm so excited yep. for that. I, yep. I almost go I'm almost kind of like some. I actually kind of semi root for Jacksonville Duh. because of him. Duh. Which is so stupid because it is stupid because <laughs> AF like they're an AFC team. The Jets are an AFC team. Like they're kind of both in similar positions where they're mm-hmm. both going to be like an eight or nine win team next year potentially. If there is if, a year, if there even is a season. Um, I think there will be. I think this will be over by midsummer. Now, if it comes back in the fall when it gets colder again, yeah. I mean, Trump wasn't wrong when he was talking about right. warm weather, like probably creating a stall for this, and then hopefully you can get you can coordinate everything. And the summer when this when the cases start to drop down due to the warmer weather, mm-hmm. you can go and you can re you can restock, you can revamp, you can go and desanitize and get yourself ready for the next for when this thing re- comes back. Out if it's handled. If it's appropriately. handled appropriately, but he's not going to want to do that. Yep. He's going to want to protect the messaging and, and he's going to want to market the hell out of this. just like he's done everything else and spin it. Because in November, dude, if it dies down in the summer, everyone's going to talk about, he's going to spin it. Like he fixed it and he took care of it. Mm-hmm. But so many people, man, I had, I know a guy who lost $65,000 in one day. In the I heard market. about that. Another guy at work was telling me he knew someone who lost 63 grand. Yeah. of his money in the stock market mm-hmm. that he was going he held off on retirement he was going to retire next year and lost 60 60 grand jesus yeah so if there's a season <laughs> <laughs> if there is a season um yeah i think tom brady actually it's a pretty good fit in tampa bay they have mm-hmm. a really good offense and the i think he the coach there uh, bruce arians is a really offensive minded coach and they have good they actually have receivers for him to throw to. Mm-hmm. Like they have a good, good complement of, of a, they have a good complement receiver core um, that can really stretch the field at all levels. They right. have good intermediate route runners. They have good deep threats. They have underneath guys, slots. Um, 
So I think it's a good fit. I just, dude, he's so old. Yeah. But that guy takes incredible care of his body. Right. And being in a warmer climate for most of those games, instead of playing in cold New England, mm-hmm. is going to be. I think it's going to. I think he'll be. I think he'll be really good. Hmm. I think. I think it's going to be successful for at least a year. But they're signing him to a multi-year deal. Right. At thirty million plus. Yeah. yeah I saw that. Um, that's ballsy. But <laughs> if you're going to get him out of New England, if you're ever going to get him out of New England. Mm-hmm. That's how you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna right. have to pay him. So. Right. <sighs> boy. What else did we have to talk about? We can talk about the primaries. All right. What do you got? We didn't last week. We did. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. What do you we got? We talked about Super Tuesday. Oh, that's right. Um, and then we talked about like Mini Tuesday, which was mm, Missouri, Michigan, and stuff. And then we had like three couple days ago. Uh, it only ended up being three, even though there were supposed to be more. Um, we had Arizona. Florida and mm-hmm. Illinois on Tuesday and Biden swept those yeah, by pretty decent margins. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the debate? I went back and I watched some of the highlights. Okay. I just I did not have time to go out and sit down and actually watch everything. For I sure. need to, cause that was actually a good debate. It was good. It seemed like it was a good debate. It was interesting not having an audience mm-hmm. because I felt like there was more of a space for them to talk to each other, Yeah, which I appreciated mm-hmm. like literally just like, you know, sometimes with the audience, I feel like they're like pandering for an audience reaction or response, yeah. right? One hundred percent. And because there, yes, yeah. and because there is no audience, they're literally like Joe, come on, or or you know, mm-hmm. Bernie, come on, hey, look at me, and then they like talk to each other about yeah. it. And I'm like, dang, dude, even that socially mm-hmm. is so different than what it has been. Yeah. But because of this pandemic now it's changed the format of a debate and now it almost felt conversational between the two yeah. of them yeah i, I loved it i i question joe biden's um tactics as the front runner mm-hmm. you the longer bernie stays in the further he's going to force biden to have to go release like his rhetoric wise mm-hmm. to the left yep um definitely that's a concern for me yeah and i don't think it's going to help the bernie or bust people like which is why I think it's a mistake for him to go left. Okay, he feels like he has to. Right, but he doesn't have to. Right, look at the look at the margins you're winning by. Yeah. Okay, maybe you lose five percent, but you still you're still winning those states. You're still yeah. getting those delegates. Um, so I don't I don't understand that because I don't think his campaign has been particularly ran well. I think he he basically he benefited entirely from getting a win in South Carolina because he had some late endorsements from mm-hmm. prominent African Americans. And the African-American vote has carried him mm-hmm. in the South because African-American voting has been up this year. Mm-hmm. And that's because I think they have, they have an affinity with Joe Biden mm-hmm. and his policies. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying that there's any, there's, there's no, like, I'm not trying to make any sort of racial component about that. Right. That's just empirically true. Like, well, that's two of the questions they asked. They're like, Bernie, you've struggled with the African-American vote. How do you address that? Joe, you've struggled with the Latino vote. How do you, how do you, yeah. you know, address sure. that? So there, there are areas that are very important to a campaign and to the country. Both those communities absolutely matter in all aspects of this country. Mm-hmm. And if if you need to have those people on your side to vote, you, you have to address why yeah, or why I mean, not it's, there. It's, you have to understand demographics and you have to understand yeah. understand that. Um, everybody has different values and expectations and, and, and um, principles. And I mean, you, you, you form a campaign about over, over that. Mm-hmm. And the, but winning South Carolina per, 
basically co- allowed the moderate vote to be coalesced right. around him. Right. And I'd been calling for that as a, as a moderate person, mm-hmm. like not really a Democrat, but just a moderate person right. was calling for that because yeah. I said like, you're going to just, you're, you're splitting it three different ways. Like if you were to pile all of those together, you're going to, you, he would beat Bernie and then that happened. Mm-hmm. That's what propelled him. So I don't understand this whole, like we need to go left. You won because the moderate vote was coalesced, right. not because Bernie or Warren supporters are coming to you. Mm-hmm. You won because of a, on a moderate camp, on a moderate message. Why do you feel like you need to go left? Bring on, bringing on Beto onto your, um, promising Beto is going to head your, um, your gun policy. Mm. Why would you do that then? He said that. Yeah. And the guy who stood on the democratic debate stage and said, we're going to come from your AR 15s. And then he, I applauded him when Biden said this. Yes. If you want to ban them, you have to do it through legis- through legislative action. Whereas Beto and, and Kamala Harris executive. at the time had both said they would do it through executive order. Right. And he, he rightfully called them out for that. Mm-hmm. And then now you go and you, that's the guy you bring, you bring on optically. That doesn't make any sense. Clearly Biden is a process driven person. Mm-hmm. He would not, he's not going to do anything by executive order, but that doesn't look good optically, especially if you're trying to pull moderate Republicans who are going to be like, well, you know, I am kind of a one, like, I don't think of myself as a one issue voter, right. but ultimately are a one issue voter. If they think that Beto is going to be the guy heading that, they're going to be not naturally worried. That's why I doesn't understand. I don't understand some of these moves That's that, a great point. that Biden, Biden has been making. Thirdly, I don't understand him going after Bernie in a negative way. You're punching down, man. Don't do that. Yeah. Because it makes him look like the victim. It makes Bernie look like the victim. You're the bully picking on the underling. Right. Not the other way around, man. What are you doing? You're winning by 20 to 40% in I the told South. you. You're winning 10 to 15% <laughs> in, almost other, in, in almost every other primary. You won Washington State in Michigan, a country, uh, uh, both states that Bernie won in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, you won, and you won by multiple points in um You won by multiple points in Washington and you won by double digits in Michigan. What are you doing? Punching down, punching down, and that's a that's awful. That's the best way to put it's it. It's terrible. Yeah, I, I just don't understand that. I don't understand that 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 um that strategy. I well, just now don't. you got me worried that he's gonna lose. He's not gonna lose. You think he's gonna beat him, Bernie? Biden. Biden beat Trump. Oh, Biden gonna beat Trump. You think so? Yeah. I think. Do you think this hurts hurts or help him? The further he pushes left, the harder it's no, going. So no. that worries me. Yeah, yes, right. with Biden. But do you think that? How do you think this pandemic affects this whole thing? Because this is huge. I think it's helping him right now because nobody's happy with Trump's response. Right. We got a long way to go till election night. Long way to go. Because people, and we know this with age of social media, especially election years are weird. Yeah. One thing I've noticed ever since I started paying attention to him back in two thousand, mm-hmm. which I didn't really know much then. Right. But really, 2004 with the Kerry Bush one, um, a month in a month before election night, throw everything out the window. People are going to go to the ballots and they're going to vote for what is most recently in their mind. Yeah. So what's going on right now? If this gets better, and then worse in the fall, mm-hmm. it it may tank Trump. Yeah. But it may also end up saving him. We don't right, know. There right. is, like, that's, that's why I'm not that's taking. I'm, I I am not making any bold. Right, right. But prior. Please to don't the, make any bold statements because you're you never right. I'm never <laughs> right. You're correct. But look, I can look at the poll numbers. Right. And I can see where where the key swing states are going to be: Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio, Florida, North Carolina, Virginia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Biden is winning those states in the polls on average. All of those states except for Wisconsin. Wow. Okay. 
Obviously, a lot can change. Yeah. And I'm not sure. going to make any hot takes. Don't take any hot takes. But. Jake the Bod. He can win those. Yeah, Jake the Bod. <laughs> yeah. Me and my, me and my, me and my boy. Uh, what's his, what's his name? Chad. Chad doing. Yeah. Jake the Bod. So, yeah, I don't know. I think you, I, I, sorry for rambling about this. No, it's no, just, it's great. I think you have three, you have three excellent points that terrify me, excite me, and worry. Worry you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We can't keep doing this. All I'm saying is that someone should hire me as a campaign strategist looking at you, Donna. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Or we just, you know, we just need to do, what, two more years for me and then wait for you and then we run for president on you. Basically, you lead it. No, Matt Matt was supposed to be our face and then you and I were the puppeteers. That is true. He might actually, you know, he marries young. He's, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, you know, works for the government. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. He Maybe he should still be the face. That's a good point. Good point. We just need to back off, let him build his resume, and then once 35 hits, just hound we, him. We walk up with our por- portfolios and we yes. sit him down. Like, um, and, uh, you know, in Parks and Rec, when they go to Les- Leslie Nope and mm-hmm. get to convince her to run for city council. Right. Yeah, like that. We need to bring an entire file like of his life <laughs> and present it to him. Yeah, exactly. Be like, look, dude, you need to run. Just at, at the big at the front is just a picture of the pond at WSC Vancouver, the one he always <laughs> said he was going to walk into every time he had to freak out about school. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, you're already killing it. Mm-hmm. You're already strategizing. So we're gonna uh, look for uh, President Reeves coming in like a decade. <laughs> Can the world handle it? Yeah, we just get us there, and we'll, the three of us will the the coalition of the willing will make it right. Mm-hmm. He'll just he's just gonna call everybody a shit gibbon. A what? A shit gibbon? You remember like he used to say that all the time? <laughs> oh, he used to call everybody in class. He's like, he's a shit gibbon. I don't even I don't even know what that means. I think a gibbon is like a is a monkey. So I don't. Know, oh yeah. So I don't know what like I don't know what he was talking. About. I don't know either. Oh boy. Uh, he, messaged, he messaged me the other day. I messaged him about to the Republic, uh-huh. and then he never got back to me. And then he messaged <laughs> me about just a couple days, like probably a week later, I get a message from him talking about uh, NFL free agency. I'm like, you're just not going to address TTR. That's like everything today. Everyone just just ignore it. It'll go away. That's that'll solve everything. Dude, have you been playing Warzone? I haven't even touched it. What? Yeah. Okay. I uh, I just have been playing multiplayer. Okay. Like All just right. regular team. Deputy. So we're talking about Call of Duty for those who don't know. Okay. Um, so Warzone is a new battle royale game mode where it's like 150 to 200 people dropped into this giant world map. You're in squads of three, which is annoying. And can you, then can you solo it? Or you can you... solo now. Okay. Yeah. And basically, you're trying to survive in this world and eliminate everybody else and be the sole team or solo person to survive the whole mm-hmm. game. Uh, a lot of games like this, Fortnite, PUBG, um, Black, uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops did a blackout mm-hmm. version of it. Um, I don't like it. Really? Okay. Blackout was better. Okay. Much better. Also, with there's 12 of us who game regularly mm-hmm. together. Yeah. And on a Friday night when we're all on, we'll do a private server where it's just all of us and we'll all compete against each other mm-hmm. and we'll all be in the same chat and we'll all just trash talk each other and try to try to organize as a team while the other team can hear you. And it's fun. Mm-hmm. It, it makes for strategy and 
on black and on blackout we all did that in the huge world we'd all drop into the world together and then fight to be the last team sure they don't have the option to do private match on warzone really yeah okay. maybe they'll add it i hope so dude because it was so fun so now i have to pick who which friends i do play with oh which sucks yeah and there, i can only pick two friends because it's only squads of two or three sorry yeah which is one less than everything probably, else yeah, everything else but they have this game mode called Plunder, where, so, have you played Fortnite at all? I tried it one time with you and Matt. Okay, did you hear, you know the sound the yeah. that the chests make? Mm-hmm. So, in this game mode, chests make a sound uh, in Warzone. So, you know where to, like, kind of follow your ears to find the chests um, that have loot, whether it's weapons or perks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this game mode Plunder, there's money in those chests. Oh. And the first team to a million wins... But there's certain points on the map where, so if you die, you lose the money you had unless you deposit it into certain, you like go to helipads and you activate a helicopter and the helicopter will come and then you load the bag with the money that you have and it flies off and then it like banks it. So now you can't lose a certain amount, right? Mm -hmm. Then you go around, you keep looting, you kill other teams, you get their loot and their money and then you go and you have to call in a helicopter. if If you die, do you get to respawn? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's constant respawn. And you can use all the classes that you make. Mm -hmm. So you get all the guns that you like to use. Um, But I mean, you can there's like like places you can buy gear. So one of the things you can buy is a little balloon uh, that like you you throw out and it's a bag and you load all your money to one hundred fifty thousand and then it takes off. And then now that's deposited into your bank. Okay. but if you're a top three team, you're you're marked on the map. Oh. Yeah. So you want to constantly try to deposit your money, but also that takes time and it also is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So there was a point uh, recently when I was playing, I was in first place and I hadn't deposited any of my money. And so all the teams started coming after me to kill me to get my money. And I died <laughs> and they got my money and then it knocked me down a third. Mm-hmm. But it's like this constant race to okay. a million. That sounds really fun. It's super fun. And I've won it one time. Um, but we just had this helipad just marked down, and we would just run out and loot around us. And then all three of us at the same time would go, okay, go. And then we'd all run to the helicopter and throw our monies in the bag. And maybe one of us would die, but we would at least get the money in the bag mm-hmm. and then go and try again. It's super fun. You should try it. Okay. Yeah, I just have been playing Team Deathmatch. Yeah. It gets old, dude. I'm, I'm yeah. Change it, it up a little old. bit. I play like three matches, and I'm like, I'm done with this. Oh, really? What, are you just, playing it, alone? I'm yeah, and I'm so incon- <laughs> and I'm so inconsistent. I'll have one match like I went twenty five and twenty five and nine on one match, and yeah. the next time I'm like I was like eight and sixteen. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> and I hate the map road. I don't like the map rotation. You're just constantly getting crash, which is a terrible yeah. map. Yeah, Jesse hates that map. Crash is awful. Yeah, because it's so easy to get spawn trapped in that on that map for sure. And the same thing with um, uh, vacant. Oh yeah, you're literally just inside outside. That's it. Yeah. Whereas, like, I didn't. I don't mind Rust, even though you can get kind of spawn trapped. Yeah. Shipment is just shipment's chaos. It is chaos. It's kind of fun, but though. it is kind of fun. Like, I hate it, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hate playing. Like, I like the the mosh pits where you can just play the shoot house, mm-hmm. um, Rust, and uh, shipment. Mm-hmm. But I never get team deathmatch or kill confirmed. It's always like hard point or Domination. headquarters or dom. Yeah. On shipment. Dude, you die like a hundred times. You get like 150 kills, but you're just like, you can't do anything. You spawn, right. die, spawn, die, spawn, die, and whatever. 
It's yeah, it's, it's not lame. That, not that fun. <laughs> That's like another thing is like you know so many people are posting and talking about how this pandemic is just kind of catered for their like mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, what's the term I'm looking for personality yeah 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 they're just like dude I'm down just hanging inside uh um you know I think about like I kept saying like as long as I have you know my family and my Xbox I'm good to go yeah because <laughs> you can still communicate over Xbox and still socialize over Xbox and Definitely. and play but. Dude, I went to the gym before they shut down gyms mm-hmm. and played basketball for the first time. I'm still hurting. Yeah. It's been two months since I played. I killed it, dude. We were playing four and four, like right off the bat. And I was like, full court. Yeah. And I was like, I sucked. And then, then some people left and we went to three on three half court. Mm-hmm. I love half court. Me too. And I was just drilling threes. And one of the guys who was on the other team when we were playing four on four was there and he's like, where was this when we were playing full court? I'm like, dude, we jumped straight into full court. So then after playing a few games of 3v3 and I killed it, mm-hmm. some guys came in and they're like, you want to play 4v4? And they were like, sure. And there was like these two like athletic clowns. Like they could like dunk and stuff and they were like bros. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, I really don't want to play with those guys. And then my buddy Steven was like, shut up, dude. Let's just play. And I was like, oh, oh. Steven Herzog? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He's like, shut up, dude. Let's just play. And I was like, oh, okay. So we play, and I'm just, like, at one point, I just crossed midcourt and just pulled it and drained it. And they're like, Jesus. And then on one side, I love bank threes. So I'm, and I, and I call it because mm-hmm. I practice it. I come down left side of the court, they pass me the ball, and I go bank, and I banked it in, and the whole gym just goes, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but then you had these like super athletic guys, right, who could dunk, and they're like trying to throw alley oops to each other, botched every alley oop, and then like went one guy went for like a windmill dunk and missed it, and I'm like, everyone was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, cool, you missed it, you still don't get the points, mm-hmm. my ball. And then the guy who was on their team was like, you're not wrong. And we beat them. Of course you did. Yeah. yeah. Showboats. Yep. Yeah. We, my, um, my, I just go to Planet Fitness. There's no, there's no hoops. Um, there's no hoops. Hoop there. nasty dunk dunk. So I just like go ham on the treadmill and elliptical for like an hour. But I was doing really well and then they shut me down. Yeah. So I have a treadmill here. Yeah. It's a nice one. I need to just get on it because yeah. you and I have talked about plans that we might. I've been thinking about it more. We should do it. I'm, a, I'm down. So we'll talk about that more later. But okay. I think that would be really good for us. I think so too, dude. Especially because there's positions for communications in that. Yeah. So is. I don't know. We'll see. We're, um, we're not making any proclamations. We're not making any proclamations. <laughs> no proclamations are nope. made on say what you mean. Um, yeah, that would that would be actually. Sorry, we're being so cryptic, but it would. Maybe one, maybe one day we'll we'll unveil what yeah, plan maybe is. Maybe we'll off tell the, our if, secrets. If it gets off the ground, um, yeah. Uh, Portland football shut down too, oh. which sucked for me. I was like, man, I especially with everything I've been having going yeah, on. Yeah, league ball. I needed, I needed an outlet, an outlet, and uh, sure. and they're like, yeah, we're canceling games this Sunday, and I was like, no, especially since I played quarter. Like the, my last memory playing mm-hmm. was me having the worst game at quarterback I have ever had i threw four interceptions dude it was brutal some of them weren't weren't my fault that's why you were looking at me like that i'm talking about this glory game that i was having and you're like 
<laughs> yeah, it was bad, man. I I couldn't. Um, I hadn't thrown in a, in like a year and a half, mm-hmm. like really thrown in a game. So like I was ru- I was rusty. Right. We we're playing an incredibly athletic team, and I didn't have athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, we only had five people. Oh, we jeez. Like, we were we were severely outmatched. Yeah. And I don't have any because this is a team I don't play quarterback for. Mm-hmm. Just the quarterback mm-hmm. had to miss mm-hmm. last second. Right. So I had to step in and I don't have any familiarity with these receivers, like hardly any familiarity with these receivers. Mm-hmm. And dude, I just, I would be like, Hey, run. And they don't understand route. Like these two <laughs> guys don't understand route concepts. I'd come up to them and I, I, I brought my team's like play, like our play cards. Nerd. And I'm like, and I was like, I'm like, Hey guys, eventually when it just got out of hand, I'm like, we got to like run something because I don't know what you guys are doing out there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting waiting for you guys to break and you're just running yourself into the coverage. <laughs> I'm trying not to be an asshole, but I mean, come on. Like I'm looking bad out here, right? And so I'm like, okay, you run like, okay. I said a one like a rub route. Mm-hmm. So you just you run an out. That guy runs an over, mm-hmm. and I want you guys touching shoulders when you do that because what it's going to do is it's going to pick off your defenders. Mm-hmm. It's going to open one of you up, and I'm just going to read that and deliver the football. Dude, they ran the same direction. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there, like ready to throw, and they ro- both run themselves into the same coverage, where mm-hmm. like, one guy could guard both of them essentially. What happens? Like, do you get sacked? I have seven seconds to get rid of the football. Uh-huh. Otherwise, yeah, I get I get time sacked, or they can blitz me and pull my flags, and I get sacked that way. Oh, okay. Dang. Seven seconds is a long time it to hold up in time. coverage. Yeah. So, like, you usually can find a place to throw a football in seven seconds if no one blitzes mm-hmm. you, but. I don't know. Like you start getting kind of rushed and like you're at that five second mark and you're like, I got to make a decision and go with somewhere. Mm-hmm. So do you lose yards if you get time sacked? Yeah. Oh, dang, dude. So my best thing to do is that if you're like at seven seconds is just to throw the ball away. Right. Right. But dang, I should come watch you. Well, you should watch me when I get my actually get my team back. <laughs> when I'm I saying that have, now that there's no games. When I actually legitimately have good, right. like my, right. my receivers. So well, but I was throwing good balls when I, when I was on, I was on, but I had some balls get away from me. I overthrew. Well, yeah. I had a guy, I told him to run it out and he ran like a corner and I, I was still able to, I, and I threw some really good ones, just some really good balls up the seam. This, uh, I had my friend Forrest, he ran a wheel and then cut straight up the seam right in front of the safety dude. And I just laid that ball there like on, a just on a rope, just perfectly in between the linebacker and safety. It was a really nice throw, but, um, that one, <laughs> made, that one made me feel, feel good. Hell yeah. Makes me realize I still got it. I just have to throw more. Right. So for sure, we'll get back into it, dude. Yeah. Once it's uh, open up again, this summer. This summer. So, to recap, it's chaos. It's gonna get worse, but the best way to to get through this is with each other. Mm-hmm. You gotta help each other out, man. Don't freaking hoard. No, don't hoard. There's other people who need, like, people fighting over toilet paper, like, that lady, like, and that older woman, mm-hmm. and that woman ripping it out of each other's arms, like, yeah. come on. Come on. Like, we're better than that. If we're, if America is great, if Amer- if you want to make America great again, then change. If America has always been great, prove it. Mm-hmm. That's perfectly put. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.